0: So, you're my brother Thomas Weaslington,
1: then? Hm, I thought you'd be shorter. Come along, brother of mine. I know you recognise me. Why, it's not been more than a couple of weeks since we last dined together. Yes, yeah, so at that supper club in Berlin, wasn't it? Berlin, old chap. Trying to catch me in one of your classic verbal traps, eh? Well, I know, other than the occasional sojourn to stately Cracknell Manor, you've never left the capital.
2: I wouldn't wish to be accused of being forward, Mr. Weaslington, but I wondered if perhaps your basic human decency might shortly prevail upon you to greet me also. What? Oh, hello there,
0: you woman, you.
2: Everard Weaslington, is this how you welcome me, after only last Wednesday plighting your undying affection?
0: Right, you're my ba- good, good lady. Why, hello, my dear Euphemia. How delightful to see you again. Let me offer you a proper greeting
2: mm-hmm. Have you taken a total leave of your senses, Mr. Weaslington? I am not some sixpenny strumpet to be treated with such impropriety. Perhaps when you deem to make us husband and wife, I might in private consent to such blandishments. But acting thusly, for the moment, diminishes us both. Suddenly, old man, I'm rather grateful I crashed your party.
0: Half a pound of tuppany rice, half a pound of treacle. If that's the way your money goes, don't expect a visit from the Weasel. Yes, undercover time weasel adventurer, Dr. Weasel, along with Advic Goose, must and Half the obfuscated alien lurking amongst the Victorian gentry in Dr. Weasel and the Importance of Being Weasel, Part 3
2: gentlemen i believe my journey and lacklustre greeting at this terminus have fatigued me i shall retire forthwith to my room to recover my senses hoping upon my return to find that my mr weaslington has recovered his wits
0: allow me to show you the way Miss Dross.
1: Well that was a right old oyster in the pickle jar and no mistake, eh Everard? Uh, too right. I think she slapped me so hard my whiskers almost fell out. Look, that aside, and before you blow your stack at me, guess I best explain why I'm here in Mufti.
0: In what? All right at disguise! Wait,
1: you're in disguise? <laughs> Well, not so much a disguise, old chap, more a nom de guerre, as it were. Thought it'd be a wizard wheeze to pop along masquerading as someone else.
0: You're saying you're not
1: my brother Thomas, after all? Quite, and don't make such a fuss. You know full well I'm not what I appear to be. Right. Say, Thomas, have you ever fancied wearing this lovely ring I've got here? Stop it, Everard, and call me Digby. If you can call me Chevy, I can call you Al, matey-poos. For heaven's sake, you know I'm your old chum, Digby Mongoose. Let's have no more faffing about and crack open your drinks cabinet. I'm I'm sure the ladies will join us presently, but I've worked up quite a thirst. Oh, you pretended to be my brother just for larks.
0: Heaven, life must have been dull before
1: radio was invented, if this is what passes for fun. Ah, uh, go on then, I can do with a snifter. Tell me, does Jenkins still mix up those monstrous restoratives? Mm, those ones that can strip road tar. The very same. I had the misfortune to drink one earlier today. <laughs> then I'm thankful you've still got your eyesight and are upright.
0: Mr. Weaslington, Jenkins, tell me we have been joined by new guests. I take it this is your brother Thomas? (laughs) hardly. No, this is my friend at Digmy Mongoose, who decided to arrive disguised as my brother. Uh huh. In disguise! Quick Doctor, jam the ring on his finger! (laughs) Not that kind of disguise, Miss Refractor. (laughs) He just lied about his name. Oh! (laughs) Do whatever was I thinking. Please forgive me, Mr
1: Mongoose.
0: I must have forgotten to take my laudanum this morning.
1: What's all this rot about you being a doctor, Everard? You could barely read a book, let alone write one, eh? It's a long story. Yes? Now's not the time for it. Remind me to explain when we're back in London. (laughs) Good old Everard, always full of tall tales. Say, that reminds me, when am I going to meet this niece of yours?
0: I believe Miss Warpington will be. Ah, here she is. Miss Orpington,
1: may I introduce
0: Mr. Digmy Mongoose, a long-time acquaintance of your guardian?
2: Mr. Mongoose?
1: Uh, But I was under the impression that Miss Filofax had arrived with the younger Mr. Weaslington.
0: (laughs) First impression can be most inaccurate, my dear. You can tell me. I thought you could actually navigate the Weaslers.
1: Miss Orpington, I'm afraid I played a rather enjoyable jape on your guardian. For you see, while pretending to be his sibling, I am, in actuality, Mr. Digby Mongoose of Mayfair. Uh, oh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mongoose of Mayfair, my stars, I most ever come to meet someone with such a desirable residential abode. <laughs> do tell me, Mr. Mongoose, what are the ladies of Mayfair wearing this season? <laughs> For even here in, in Bacolic Cracknell, we have heard how the doyens of fashion do accumulate in that sainted postal district. <laughs>
0: Yeah, don't tell Digby. how oh, they showing off their knees this season?
1: <laughs> Everard, must you be so base?
0: Generally as a rule, yes.
1: Allow me to firstly apologise for your guardian's most inappropriate language, my dear. Sweet, innocent Miss Orpington. Thence, in recompense, allow me to escort you on a turn around the ground. Yes! Yes, that would be most delightful. We can talk of fashion, fine dining and other such sophisticated urban pleasures. (laughs) I can assure you, the pleasure will be all mine. Come, my dear, take my arm and let me guide you.
0: (laughs) This has gone from bad to worse, Abvik. People pretending to be other people now Weaslington's wall setting a cap towards a dreadful mongoose chap. They quite liked him. Although the chick tweed he's wearing is monstrous. Quite. And if that's not enough, my ballet fiance, Miss Philofax, has turned up. Has she? They must have missed her coming down the stairs. Ah oh, she had a fit of hysteria or something when I didn't recognise her. Don't give me that look, goose. How was I to know that Hatted Strumpet was Weaslington's lady? I rather assume the tame weasel would have briefed you better before sending you on this assignment. but now I wonder... Wonder about what? I wondered if they intended you to fail, Dr. Weasel, by sending you in half-blind. Oh, Groblocks, you're right, Advik. If, despite interfering in history, I fail and cause a massive time irregularity, they'll have all the evidence they need to finally put me on trial. Uh, wouldn't the Time Weasel High Council know you're operating under FBI orders? No, that's the thing about the Finite Bureau of Interventions. They're totally secret and autonomous. Meaning, I'll be the Fall Weasel if things don't... Oh, hang on. Is someone coming? Uh, maybe we'll get lucky. It'll be Flora Marjorie Parks
2: Ah, good. Mr Weaslington, I was hoping to get you alone. There are matters of great import I must discuss with you. And you alone. Uh, don't mind me, madam. I was just off to help Jenkins with the tea. Thank you, Miss Refractor. Now we are alone, most darling Everard. I feel that we can finally discuss the matter of our betrothal, of which last month we spoke at length. Betrothal?
0: Yes, uh, but we'd best wait until to after tonight's debutante ball, my dear Euphemia, for I do not wish to overshadow Miss Orpington's grand entrance into society.
2: I'm afraid this cannot wait, Everard, for my aunt, Lady Wokingham, will arrive shortly to discuss the announcement. That is, if she finds you a suitable match.
0: Will Mr. Weaselington be judged a suitable match for Miss Philofax? Will Miss Refractor get to be the maid of honour? And is Digmy really the sort of chap you permit to escort your pretty niece unaccounted around the ground of your estate? And am I would. Find out fully 43% of the answers to these questions in Dr. Weasel and the Imports of Being Weasel, Part 4. <laughs> Dr. Weasel is a Weasel-Telly Audio-Trizes production featuring Randolph Weaseling as Dr. Weasel, tim goose as Big Goose, lin Miller as Miss Orpington, Paul Harrison as Diggy Mongoose, and Melissa Stanton as Miss Spider-Facts.